0: Okay so in today's episode I'm going to describe to you the Thrive with a Team Mindset model which is our very own model at DNA Coach which gives us a framework if you like to consider what it would look like and feel like if we were all in a position where we are working nine to thrive. See what I did there? My cup of ambition I'm sure you're following this, (laughs) It's absolutely filled with ensuring that we have cultures that are people-focused. And one of the best ways that we can do that is by demonstrating some awesome human being qualities and behaviours in our world of work. And that's why I created the Thrive Model, a flexible model which can be applied from a behavioural framework perspective right through to how we build our team cultures for success. How do we get into that space where we thrive through psychological safety and a culture of coaching and feedback that's helpful in order to help people make change and move forward. So what is Thrive? Well, Thrive is a mnemonic or an acronym. It's one of the two. I can never remember the difference between a mnemonic and an acronym. I think they're probably both the same thing, but it is exactly that. THRIVE stands for how we trust and team, how we build through connections in our workplace, how we demonstrate we're happy and human, how we recognise people and respect them in the workplace how we ensure everyone is invited and included, we value everyone and hear their voice and ultimately how do we engage and empower as we go through. So it is an opportunity for us to grow, to prosper and to flourish and we use the word thrive to guide our psychological safety practices in the workplace. Now we know at DNA Coach that psychological safety plays an important role in well-being and therefore it's important that our workplace environment allows that safe place for us to all manage change any uncertainty, we can speak freely having that effective voice in our organisations that we all feel included, that, that element of feeling connectedness and belonging and there is a culture of team cohesion and that team spirit meeting our innate needs to learn, to grow and thrive and you hear me talk about it often, there's never been a more important time than now to focus on the well-being of our people and the success of your business I want you and your people and your business to thrive during these continued changing times and beyond and that starts with you today. It's your responsibility as a great leader, a colleague and a human being to look after the safety and the well-being of your team members. So you might recall from last week in our introduction to psychological safety, a few questions I posed to get you started on the journey, reflecting on these questions before we dive straight into the thrive model today. So be honest with yourself and maybe take a few minutes to think or note down, how would you describe your workplace culture today? What does it feel like? What does it look like? What do you notice in that workplace culture? How do you feel about your role, your organisation, your colleagues, your team? What will you do today as well? to shape and foster a culture of psychological safety in your organisation built on trust and with that team mindset, one where people are happy and can freely show up as themselves. And then lastly, how well are you accommodating and supporting a culture where people can be more human at work? So, I'd like us to think about the Thrive model today as our starting point in your organisation and use the questions that I'll pose today, there's going to be a lot of them, to review and assess how psychologically safe your workplace is and consider how you can implement some practices so that your people are well supported and your business can thrive that culture of having a solid team mindset for safety and success where your team and business thrive should be one that every single person is able to see hear and feel every single day and one that's acted on as a priority for that truly people-centered organization okay let's get into thrive Okay, my cup of ambition, you heard me say this earlier, is one where we can freely engage, immerse ourselves in our organisation, truly get involved and interact at that human level. And one of the best things I can think of is to do that just with that good human being centred approach in every single thing that we do. And that's why I built the Thrive with a Team Mindset model. So trust and team is your T, your H is happy and human. The R is respect and recognize, the I, invite and include, V for value and voice, and E for engage and empower. And as I mentioned earlier, you can use this model really, really flexibly. You can use it if your organization doesn't have values, perhaps. Utilize, borrow these. You can use this as a behavioral framework, your charter, perhaps, in your organization. You can use it to assess yourself against how much you're demonstrating these qualities, these principles, they're all linked to our values if we think of it that way. And ultimately, how you build that culture where psychological safety is present. So a quick intro to each of the elements of Thrive and then we'll get into a little bit more detail. So the T is all about how we trust and team. Trust brings the team together. So asking yourself the question, how well does your team trust you? and your organisation. Then it's about being happy and human. How are we striving to make work a more happy and human experience? And ask yourself how will you do this and get to know your people and I mean truly get to know them. Respect and recognise. When we cultivate respect and recognition we absolutely strengthen the team so how will you encourage, shape and support this? Invite and include. This is where we invite participation, we invite feedback, collaboration and we extend that invitation to every single member of the team every single day. How are you building a culture where every single person feels included? Value and voice. This is where every single person's voice in your team has value and it's important that it's listened to. So how will you create a workplace where every voice matters? and is valued. And then engage and empower. You have the opportunity to empower and encourage your people to reach their potential. So how will you engage and empower yourself and your team? Think about those questions and we'll dive straight in to a little bit more detail on the Thrive model. Now, for me, there are many things that prevent a culture of psychological safety being at the forefront. Maybe there is really extreme cultures present, blame, scapegoats, finger pointing, a fear based culture where people are worried for their job. People are worried about what might happen. Or there's that culture where people just don't feel safe to put their hand up and say, I've made a mistake or I need help or support or there's something I don't know. We can't demonstrate that vulnerability. One of the things I learned incorrectly in my early stage of my career, and I'm talking a good 20 years ago, is that you left your, you know, your work, um, sorry, your home life uh, at the work front door. And I don't agree with that. I remember um, a friend of mine when I was maybe 19 or 20, her father had passed away and I asked to be able to have time off to go to the funeral and I was granted one hour and I was given into trouble by my boss at the time when I returned back to my call centre role and uh, because I'd taken too long and it was one of those early interactions in my career that made me realise I was just a number. The way I was feeling, the impact that that had on me emotionally I wasn't supported, it was all about bums on seats answering calls and queues And I just felt, do you know what? This isn't how I want to operate. There are many things that prevent us from feeling a lack of psychological safety. Maybe we're not included. We're not invited to team meetings. Maybe we feel like we can't trust our colleagues or our line managers with our things that are going on for us personally and professionally. We can't admit those mistakes or that we need some help. Maybe we're in that position where we're not getting as much communication. Maybe there is absolute silence, especially when change goes on in an organisation. There are many, many things that prevent cultures that are psychologically safe. And you might recognise some of those for yourselves. Think about what those might be, because these are important things for us to consider. And what I'm going to do is guide you through in a little bit more detail the Thrive with a Team Mindset model, just for you to have a think of how this may apply for you and your organisation. Think about some of the questions that I'll pose to you that you could utilise perhaps as a diagnostic framework. As an opportunity to open up discussion in your team about how you can make change and move forward, how you can truly build a culture where people feel connected, they feel that sense of belonging, they trust in you, they feel that they are included, and ultimately feel engaged and psychologically safe. Because for psychological safety to be present, we must ensure our first thing is uh, a strong foundation of trust being in place. And this is where the trust and team part really comes into its own from a, a striving to engage with that team mindset there's that clear correlation between psychological safety and trust now trust amongst your team members your colleagues your leaders contributes to having a psychologically safe culture and without it all we do is breed a culture of divide division excluding and exclusion trust brings the team together. Teaming is where we team up to achieve that common goal. We join forces, we collaborate, we get together and trust absolutely helps us bind this. Now if I think about all of the things that goes on in our organisations, what we need to consider is that we are human beings at the forefront. How do we ensure that we build that culture where people do feel it's okay to speak up? That workplace culture that is based on trust and teaming is one where your colleagues, our employees, feel valued, they feel respected, they feel empowered to work together towards shared goals. It's the foundation of that type of culture. But it requires a high level of transparency, honesty, integrity from every single person, everyone in the organisation, leaders at all levels. In such a culture, we need to ensure that people trust their colleagues and the leaders and that decisions that are being made are in the best interest of the team and that we trust each other to work collaboratively and we trust each other in terms of our support for one another. It's the practice even of working in cross-functional teams. It's a key component to building shared knowledge, shared expertise, that opportunity where we're not working in silos, we can truly learn from each other, we're communicating, we're building our innovation opportunity and our creativity, ultimately building a continuous learning culture as well as this should be a priority. So think about some of the questions I'm about to pose to you for you in your workplace. How can you build trust at work? How well are you as a leader and a good colleague and a good human being listening to your people and seeking out their ideas, their suggestions and opinions? How confident do your people feel that no one in on the team will embarrass or punish anyone else for admitting a mistake, asking that question, offering a new idea? How do you embody that team spirit that helps people to bond with their colleagues? How do you encourage collaboration and teamwork and high levels of team spirit? And how is that team spirit spirit, modelled at director and executive level? It's for absolutely everyone. How will you make it easy for people to share ideas and concerns? Worry less about any unhelpful hierarchy in the organisation or what people will think of one another. How will you build that culture where teaming is the norm? And how will you help everyone to become curious, to be passionate and to demonstrate that empathetic nature. That's where we build true trust and teaming. How would you answer those questions for you? Think about those before we move to the next section, which is happy and human. Okay, happy and human is next in the Thrive model. And this is that workplace environment where people do feel supported they feel valued and engaged in the work that you're doing and this is the type of environment that's important for employee well-being because it gives people that sense of purpose that fulfillment which can lead to increased job satisfaction motivation overall happiness when our people are happy and engaged well Obviously, they're more likely to stay with the company for that long term, reducing staff turnover, perhaps increasing productivity along the way. This can create such a positive culture that then attracts new talent into the organisation, enhancing what our reputation will be out in the big bad world. And it's underpinned by the values that create psychological safety. It is that workplace culture where, once again, we're able to speak up, share ideas, take risks without fear of that negative consequence. Now think about this for you and your organisation and your current team. How does that look from your perspective? Because let's be honest, no one wants to be unhappy at work. It's where we spend a massive chunk of our time. And we're not a number. We're not robots. We should be striving to make work a more happy and a human experience. How do we do this? Start to get curious about the people that you work with. Know yourself and your team members. Take that genuine interest in someone else's life and the work of their colleagues, your colleagues. Now, you don't have to know the absolute ins and outs, every single family member name, age, pets names, past pets. You know, you don't need to go into that such intricate level of detail. However, knowing about who your people are, what makes them tick, What their family situation looks like, what they enjoy doing. All of these can help recognize when someone might feel that level of motivation or engagement. And this is where we can really express our gratitude to the people around you. Show your people on your team that you're not afraid to turn up and demonstrate your true selves at work. Talk with your team members regularly. Find out about what people care about, what they want, and the support that you can offer them to be at their best. So, some great coaching questions to prompt that conversation. How will you get to know your team members, what they bring and how they contribute to your overall goals? What are the strengths of each team member? How can you use these to provide the best support for your people? What is important to each team member about their work? And what does this mean for the way that you work with them? How will you show that you want to know that you're, you're, who your team are and know them well and work with them better? How do your people know that you care for them? What are you doing to demonstrate that? How are you creating that workplace which supports team members, including all of their personal needs at all levels of the business? And how are you meaningfully connecting with yourself and others? And truly, what does that look, sound, and feel like for you? How do we create that happy and human experience in our organisations? Then let's dive in to respect and recognise. Okay, respect and recognition in the workplace is absolutely essential for creating that positive that helpful inclusive workplace culture when people feel that they are respected and they're recognized they're more likely to be engaged and motivated and again productive leading to better business outcomes think about what that looks like in your organization now we don't always have to be gushing banging drums on a very open public forum and platform you know giving a fanfare for every single person because let's be honest not everyone likes that But we can definitely demonstrate value and we can definitely demonstrate that opportunity for us to be at our best in our organisation when we think about how we respect and we recognise people. So there's a nice correlation here with some of the sections that do come up later, but it's how we respect and recognise. It's about acknowledging and appreciating the contribution that your people bring. And this can be verbal recognition, written recognition, public recognition, anything that fits for how your employees, your colleagues want that recognition to be delivered, respecting what their wishes are around this. And that could be the recognition for the progress, the effort, the success, the outcomes, the learning. Have that opportunity to treat everyone with that respect, every single person Every single person should be treated with kindness, with empathy, with consideration. And again, it helps build that culture where we have wonderful people in our organisation and we're not having that revolving door. Now, it's important to encourage mutual respect in your workplace. Even when people may disagree, this is going to happen. It should be a place where the truth can be spoken. And there's an abundance of respect that we can hear in the comfort of being safe. When respect is evident, people feel safe to be themselves and express their ideas and that comes from a place again of being happy and feeling secure. So recognition plays a huge part in psychological safety as well. When team members' efforts are recognised and people feel appreciated, there's higher levels of morale, motivation, engagement and ultimately perhaps a little bit of discretionary effort added in as well. It will be of no surprise that when we cultivate respect and recognition, this will strengthen the trust that we have across our team. So it goes back and forth with the earlier areas of the Thrive model. Again, knowing your team well and having greater social awareness, great relationship management can aid you in knowing exactly how each team member would prefer to be recognised. It's not a one-size-fits-all approach. There will be people who respond to recognition in a variety of ways. So how can you encourage that mutual respect at work? How do you know that your team members feel respected? How will you establish and reinforce that authentic foundation of respect for all team members? How will you create that meaningful recognition culture? How do team members know that their contribution is valued? How are you recognising the major successes and accomplishments as well as a smaller everyday effort along the way as well? How are you sharing those meaningful gestures of gratitude? How are you boosting peer-to-peer recognition? And how do your recognition efforts live up to the expectations of your people? How are you constantly re-evaluating what the rewards and the recognitions, efforts of the organisation, what they are and what that looks like? So again, some food for thought for you to prompt conversation, awareness and action along the way. Okay, next up, it's for invite and include. We need to invite participation, invite feedback, invite collaboration and extend that invitation to every single member of the team every single day during every single interaction because only when we do this can we have true inclusion. And it might sound like a lot of hard work and effort to put into that, but the rewards on it are hugely beneficial. And it's about granting that implicit and explicit permission to be part of the organisation, to truly feel like you belong. The need to feel that sense of belonging will be familiar to us all. It's a fundamental principle to ensure that psychological safety is present by ensuring that no one is left out, no one is excluded, every single person is included. Your team members need to be included on important discussions and decisions and how we communicate these and encourage participation on the discussion is super important. Your team members should feel accepted for who they are and the value for for what they bring in your organisation. So again, some questions for you to consider. How are you building a culture where everyone feels included? And what does inclusion look like in practice? What does your engagement policy look like in your organization? Are you paying attention to equitable equality-based approaches that are diverse and builds that culture of inclusion? Is there conscious or unconscious bias present in your team and how are you creating a shift away from any conscious or unconscious bias in fact to an alternative which is conscious inclusion? How can you build a more inclusive workplace? How are you accepting people for who they are and valuing them for what they bring? How important is it to you to feel like you belong and that the people in your team are absolutely loyal to one another? How do you react when you feel rejected? How can you ensure that that's not present in your team? How do you meaningfully connect with yourself and others? And again, what does that look, sound and feel like? How are you interacting with the team? How are you taking that genuine interest? How is your business fostering connections amongst your people? And how do you generate that culture of good communication? How can you create more opportunities for effective communication along the way as well? Okay, let's get ready to value that voice. Okay value and voice next. So as a leader in your business you should understand the importance of your people and the value that they offer and the value you should demonstrate for their efforts and their contribution. Every single person's voice in your team has value and it's important that it's listened to. How well do you live and breathe the values of the organisation and how does that perhaps align with your own personal values and how are you meeting this for your team members? Now, we can link to the opportunity for team member contribution here and how free your team members are to offer ideas and suggestions, come up with new ways of working, perhaps, or any innovative practices that can be shared amongst the wider team and organisation. We can also link this to how safe it is for team members to challenge the way things are typically done around here. As long as we have the betterment of the team and the organisation in mind, we're not just negatively challenging things for the sake of being meanies. And there are opportunities here for our organisations to grow by encouraging team members to actively take part in creating value without it being enforced. We don't want to be uh, encouraging people to, you know, put in so much value that we don't even return it with a simple thank you. We want to make sure that we build that place where creativity and innovation and all of that effort is valued and is welcomed. So again, some coaching questions for you to again open up some conversation perhaps. How will you tap into the values of your people, the ones that they possess? How will you uncover their core values that link to the team and the organisation? What about you? What do you value? What are the unspoken values that have contributed to the team's success to date? What values do the team members have in common perhaps? What values should oversee the way that you interact with each other, maybe your customers as well? What do the team values mean to you? And again, what does that look like in action? How are you integrating these values into everyday practice? What we don't want is the values just to be things that appear as artwork on the wall. How are we living and breathing this every single day? How are you creating that workplace where every voice matters? And how are you encouraging people to speak up? How are you encouraging team members to share their voice, shape and foster that environment where people are able to speak up without fear of rejection or ridicule? How will you adopt behaviours and practices that support effective voice and embed that at all levels? How might you provide formal and informal opportunities through which real dialogue, individual and collective can take place? And then lastly, think, how much say do your team members have in your business and overall on how they work? What does that look like? Again, what are you doing to shape and foster perhaps uh, an opportunity for autonomy as well as accountability into the mix as well? Okay, let's now dig in to engage and empower the last part of the Thrive with the Team mindset model. Okay, here we go. Engage and empower. Now working with your team, well, it's so important, isn't it, to ensure that we engage the whole person. And all of this stuff, even when you hear me say you as a leader, it's about you as a colleague as well. We need to engage the whole person, their hearts, their minds, establish that culture where safety is present and we have that great engagement leading to positive business results. Now the engagement of your team and the individuals isn't something that should only be measured on a survey on that quarterly pulse survey or that annual people survey, whatever that might look like, it needs to be at the core of everything that you do. Engagement drives behaviour and performance. Now, as well as giving your people a voice, they need to be heard. So taking time to engage with each person and elicit feedback on what's working well and what's not can be truly powerful. Again, encouraging that collaborative approach to feedback can be a real driver of engagement as well. Your workplace conversations should be ones that empower people to make that change and move forward without having to constantly seek out permission or feel that they are micromanaged. This is where we take interpersonal risks with the support of our team members, the support of our leaders. And you have the opportunity in your role as a good human being, a great colleague, perhaps a great leader in your business to encourage and empower people to truly reach their potential. So our final coaching questions to consider. What is it that you like about your role, the team and the company and also what is it you dislike? What can the business perhaps do more or less of? Now they might sound like a little bit odd questions but these are the things that helps us identify when we might feel engaged or not. What would be helpful for you and your people? What might strengthen engagement? What can your manager, leader or colleagues do to help and how will you support personal and professional well-being? How do you empower yourself and your people? How do you foster that autonomy to help people flourish? How will you help team members feel more comfortable developing as professionals in your company? How do you support them to feel confident in their roles? How will you allow your people to take leadership of their roles? What high impact and positive long-term effects could that bring? And lastly, how will you invest in empowerment in your workplace? So you heard me at the beginning say it's about working nine to thrive, isn't it? Regardless of what your working hours might be. We want to be in that position where people show up at work and they're supported and that it doesn't feel like a drag. We all work, or most of us do, of course, in order to live. What we don't want to be doing is living to work. And this is where we need to build these cultures where people truly thrive by encouraging people to own engagement. This is what fosters psychological safety. Think about being able to consider helping another person be their absolute best in all that they do. So think about these questions we've posed today as part of the Thrive model. Again, think lastly, for that one more time, how you're going to help people trust and team, be happy and human, demonstrate that respect and recognition, invite people, include them, make sure people feel that value and their voices heard, and ultimately that people truly feel engaged and empowered in the workplace. I do hope you've enjoyed today's session. We cover a lot in a programme that we have called the Thrive with a Team Mindset programme and this covers all aspects of psychological safety and also building that strengths-based framework, those values that will allow you to build that team cohesion and that team spirit in your organisation. So if that's something that you are interested in, then why not drop me a line? hello at dnacoach.co.uk and find out a little bit more about how I can support your organisation in building a true culture of psychological safety, one where we can all thrive with a team mindset at the core. Don't forget to subscribe to the podcast dnacoach.co.uk forward slash podcast. And I've got some fun and exciting news to share with you probably next week about our Coaches and Leaders Assemble the Conference coming your way to a destination near you in June. I cannot wait. We've got some awesome guest speakers lined up as well as some fabulous sponsors as well. We're going to be in Glasgow, Newcastle and Manchester in June. So keep a little eye out for all those lovely updates. And I do hope you have a truly wonderful world of workplace working this week. Do keep me posted on how you're getting on. I'd love to hear from you. But for now, all the best. Have a great work working week. Take care and bye bye for now.